Okay, so um, we're doing a shtickle and Rosh Hashanah as we've done traditionally. Uh, no sound coming from the yeshiva, from Dean Grayson, everyone. Okay. Okay. And um, you know what? You could probably use a phone. No. Um, we could do that. We can hear you just low. Okay. So we can use probably a phone. I think there's a way to dial in. What? I don't dial in. Okay, can you hear us now? Yes. I'm hanging out there, yes. Okay. Okay, so we'll leave this here. Hopefully that will be yeah. sufficient. Okay, so we're going to do, uh, we're going to learn through another piece. This is from a Volvo Sefer, Das uh, Shlomo. The Sefer's written, these are the schmoozen that, again, inaudible. From Jochen Kunreich to me, inaudible. I don't know what the, can barely hear you. Is that other mic plugged in? Yeah, for what it's worth, we can hear you. Okay, thank you. So they're saying they could hear. Now, hold them a second, asking, is it now okay? One, two, three, are we good? Yes. Okay, good. Okay. We're going to... We'll do our best. Um, so these are written as the shmuzen that he said in yeshiva by him. Now these shmuzen that he said in yeshiva, um, so they're not all specific on Rosh Hashanah uh, or Yom Kippur, but they deal with change and um, and doing what you need to to begin to do something, uh, you know, for for Yom Neroim to change and so on. And uh, this one I found to be particularly s- special, and we'll do it together. So just, I guess, the first a general sense of it. One of the hard things for everyone is that Rosh Hashanah after Rosh Hashanah, and so we, you have a young boy who's saying Shmuzen for, so Rosh Hashanah is um, very, very uh, special, and every Rosh Hashanah is, is unique, and so on. As time goes on again and again, it begins to become hot. There's just so many. There's so many. This is the best we got, so I apologize. Okay. Um, so the uh, um, at best a person. There's just so many mitzvahs that a person can accept on himself. There's just a limit. So. Um, how, you know, at, at some point we sort of run out of new things to do and so on. And this is a piece, so even though he's speaking for Yeshiva Bachrim, it's something that the content, I think, is very important for us. It's Maima Sheni in, in Mamore El. Atika Kashem The Gemara says to learn something over a second time, old material, is much more difficult than new material. Zua Kodol Kolasha Adam Bob Yomim Yoisa, 
The older person gets, things become rote and routine. And we have a hard time feeling any chiddish. So, Lamaisa, it says that this is the core of Avoda is if to Dafka to be able to deal with the old. Um, so, how do we approach it? So, he's going to speak about another dimension in observance of mitzvahs. A dimension that is um, uh, that is a it's, it's a whole different way of looking at what it means to do more mitzvahs. Isa b'shil chagiga. The Gemara says in chagiga, poishe Yisrael shemaleim mitzvahs kiriman. It speaks about the people in Klal Yisrael who are called poishe Yisrael. These are people that are called sinners. They're full of mitzvahs kiriman like a pomegranate. And this is one of the erotsons we say on uh, Rosh Hashanah. We should be Malay Mitzvah's Karimah. Maybe after the Shmuz we'll have to recalibrate a bit. So he says, If the Reikonim are full of Mitzvah's Karimah, Manish are Odlem Leim Lahosif. What? There's 71 people who can't hear. Resolutions or no we'll try the computer mic and see if, if that's one second. We'll, we'll take it out. Let's see if the computer mic. Um, Can you hear us? Well, you're not getting anything here. There would be something here if you could. That's much better. Perfect. Thank okay. You. Okay, Beseda. See, it's, it's better the old than the new. This is, this is a, a perfect uh, example of it. So, just briefly, in, he begins his piece, Revolba, with the Gemara that says that Rishayim are full of mitzvahs kerimon. And the question is, well, a rimon is full of seeds. So this is Rishayim. Let's say this Russia comes along and he says, Rebbe, what can I do? Add more mitzvahs. So he says, Haloiyav shalahachnis oid garinin lerimon, shalolagamimolei. You can't add more seeds, it's full. So it means we have to um, we have to look at another dimension of mitzvahs. And that is not how many, but the quality. And the question is what's going to determine the quality? In other words, um, Chazal are telling us the difference between the Reikonin, um, and, and this, it, it, it's fascinating. The word that's used is empty. If I can give a marshal um, for, for this, imagine somebody said, I came in with a bag full of money to the store and he refused to sell me. I gave a bag, I offered him a bag full of money. And then... Um, well, I'll just on a, on a sort of a note, I'll ask him, and by the way, what type of money did you have? And the person said, pennies, a bag full of pennies. Well, of course, a bag full of penny is empty. I mean, it's heavy, but it's empty. Now, Ray Conan means these are people that are empty, 
And yet they're stuffed with mitzvahs. Now, in currency, in coins, yes, there's a difference between a dollar bill and a penny and a hundred dollar bill and so on. What in the world of mitzvahs is equivalent to that type of um, empty or not? All mitzvahs are precious. As a matter of fact, in Kiseitze, the Medrash makes a point of saying that Kan Sipar is a mitzvah kala and Kibravei uh, is a mitzvah hamura, and each one is, has a richos yomim. Michas v'sholem, that there are mitzvahs that are more mitzvahs, better mitzvahs, stronger mitzvahs. Those words don't, don't apply. Um, so he said, um, so he brings a Gemara in Avodazara. The Gemara Avodazara mevoah, the Gemara says that that Lavo, the nations will come to Hakadosh Baruch with a taina, and they'll ask, um, how come we're not getting olam uh, haba, we're not getting schar, and Hakadosh Baruch will say, well, I'll, they did mitzvahs. They say, well, you never gave us mitzvahs. So it says Hakadosh Baruch will give them a mitzvah kala sukkah, and you won't be able. To, to keep it. And sure enough, they sit in the sukkah, it becomes hot, and they leave. So the Gemara calls it a mitzvah kala, and it says, kiss because it doesn't cost any money. There's no loss. Kalos mitzvah so, so he posits the following, that the concept of chisar and kiss over here means something that's difficult as opposed to something that is easy. Mitzvah's kalos means they're easy to perform, and um, it's something that's the opposite of kal. Kaved means it's difficult. And chisar and kiss is um, just a, a, a very strong example of it. I, I want to discuss a little bit. I, I, wanna, I, I want to explain a little bit what the difference is between the Kal and the Kaved and, and um, why it's called Kal and Kaved. We also, in other words, for us that seems just a question is how much schar you give a person. Well, if you do a mitzvah that, that's more difficult, we get more schar, less difficult, less schar. Why, why does this translate into the idea of Kal and Kaved, the way we're talking? So let's understand the definition of Kaved and Kal. When, I am, um, when I'm schlepping something, so if something is light, I'm carrying a feather on my, a feather fell on, on, on my jacket, and I don't even notice it. So when I'm carrying that feather and walking along, I, um, I, I, it, the feather has no effect on me. Uh, the nature of heavy and easy, things that have more mass and less mass, we know that things with mass have an effect on each other. And the pull of something that has very little mass is very, very little. And Physically, I don't feel if I walked a block with a feather on my, on my jacket, without a feather, I feel exactly the same. There's no difference. If 
I am carrying something heavy. So A, that everything, the heavier something is, the more effect it has on me. Secondly, it's something that is, uh, when, when I have a, uh, when something has effect on me, I'm carrying something heavy. It also schleps kochas out of me. I, I get sweated. I expended energy. So that means things that are heavy leave a mark on me one way or another. Things that are not heavy don't leave a mark on me. Don't affect me in any way. The best example of it would be Chisar and Kiss. I look at myself as me and my possessions. So it's me and the money that I have is part of me. And that's why people have a hard time giving money or forfeiting money because it's part of themselves. When I give money for a mitzvah, I have to do something and, and it costs me money. So that means that somewhere um, a, a chunk of me has been taken by the mitzvah. I've been come worn down. I'm, I'm, I'm worth less, so to speak. I can afford less. I can have less things. However you want to uh, uh, translate that into real life. But that's the type of mitzvah that we're talking about. So mitzvahs are come in, in two ways to describe a mitzvah. A mitzvah is an act that I did and it accomplished something. That's one dimension of a mitzvah. A second dimension of a mitzvah is that doing the mitzvah had an effect on me. Um, the, it, every action has a reaction. If I carried something, part of me was expended in carrying it. A mitzvah kala means that a negligible amount of self was expended in this. And therefore, the effect the mitzvah has on me is very little. A mitzvah kveda means that the mitzvah has um, left a strong mark on me, and therefore, um, a big part of me has become changed by it. I've become, I've lost weight. I've sweated. My heart's beating more quickly. Whatever it takes to slap something heavy. So whether a person, the, the type and nisoyen a person has is a measure of the difficulty, how covered the mitzvah is, and how much effect it has on him. Um, just an analogous point, my Rebbe would always say, the, um, when we speak of covered, covered in the sense of honor, so um, a covered nichbad is a person who is an honored person. Nikle is a person who is not ins an insignificant person, a person who's not uh, of any significance. In, in Aramaic, it's the same. Covered, kaved, yakar, it means respect. Um, yakar means heavy. Um, yukra is heavy. Uh, zol and, and, and zilzol are also, one means um, not regarded highly, one means light. It's the same idea, the word kaved and kal, both in the sense of a person's who is um, worthy of respect and respected, 
versus a person who's considered significant carries the same um, COVID and cow. And it's the same point. A person who is um, a nichbod, his presence is noticed, his, his absence is noticed, um, he's not easy to move. You, you, you work around the person because you can't push him aside. A person who's a nikola, who's, who's kal, um, his presence is not noticed, his absence is not noticed, and he's easy to push around. It's the same concept of, of kaveh and kal. So a mitzvah that is kaveh means it has a presence that leaves a mark, a mitzvah that's kal is not. So, yes, Poshe Yisrael um, look for mitzvahs. And this is a fascinating understanding of a certain type of person. This person has it in him that he should be doing mitzvahs. A person who, who grows up from and considers himself to be from. Doing mitzvahs is something that he needs for society, for himself, for his conscience. But he soothes his conscience with easy mitzvahs. Mitzvahs that kind of are not a, not a, not a, a big sweat. Um, so he has, part of himself says, yeah, I've got to look at all these wonderful mitzvahs I have. But those mitzvahs are, are, don't, don't cost him anything. I don't mean only money. I mean, don't, they're not difficult. So I don't need to change, which is something I don't want to do. And yet, I soothe my conscience with a big package of wonderful mitzvahs. So they're empty in the sense like the bag of pennies. Or, even better than that, if I have a bag full of feathers, um, carrying a bag full of feathers if it is kind of not that difficult as opposed to a bag full of uh, metal or gold. So the, 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 the Poshea has something in him. Anyone who's called Yisrael needs to feel that, that he's doing mitzvahs, but the type of mitzvahs that he tends to stuff himself with are, are uh, empty. They, 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 they did not cost him anything. Next page. Vitana Messiah He brings another place where it speaks about the concept of mitzvahs kalas. It says, Horishoi Mishamlem Schar mitzvahs kalas Shosabolam Hazer, Kidela Todem and Olam Haba. So, first of all, the word mitzvahs kalas is used over here also. And it's used for what's the type of mitzvahs that you pay Rishoyim off in this world? Mitzvahs kalas. So, um, first of all, he found over here the concept of mitzvahs kalas, but there's m much more to this than it. And he's going to explain why is it that these, so, so it says the, the Ramban, who probably speaks the most about these topics, um, in Shara Gemul, about Olam Habas, Khan, and so on, there's a general concept based on Gemaras that a person who's a Russia, a Baruch does not remain in debt to anyone. And every single mitzvah a person does 
um, will be rewarded no matter what, and every Avera will take its toll. HaKadosh Baruch Hu chooses, based on the person's own maizim, which world. If he's fortunate, he pays for the Averis in this world, and he gets the Schar for the Mitzvahs in the next world. And if Chas Shalom is not fortunate, he gets the Schar for the Mitzvahs in this world, and the next world is, is, is to take care of Averis. So it says here specifically, Rishoyim are the ones who get paid for the Mitzvahs calls in this world. So he gives it a, a, a taich, an explanation. Schar mitzvahs kalos elu, efshel l'sharam b'olam hazeh, ki mitzvahs elu ene chorgos me'ateva, ki mitzvah sheyesh b'olam nisoyen chisoren kis, odom mis'al al tivov, mis'gabal atzmoi. Mitzvah kazui efshel l'sharam b'olam hazeh. Let's talk about this, because this is a, 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 a point that really explains the difference. A person grows up um, eating kosher. A person grows up um, washing until she dying. A person grows up going to shul. We speak about these mitzvahs as being his nature. Something you grow up with, is it, that's natural to you. So to an outsider, it might seem unusual, might seem difficult, but if you are used to it, and this is norm for you. So it's part of your nature. So if I did these things that come easy to me, by definition, they're part of this world, as far as I'm concerned. So yes, correct, getting up, uh, is, is sitting up all night, Shavuos and learning is kind of unusually difficult for someone who doesn't do it. But for someone that this has become second nature to him, it's normal. He feels strange sleeping at home. He, everybody's up at night and he feels it, you know, this, this, he goes to, he goes to, to shul. Um, so that mitzvah is really, in a certain sense, for this person, part of Olam Hazah. It's part of his nature and it's natural for him. A mitzvah that you have to strain yourself and it's difficult. So what's pushing you? Not your body, not your nature. The answer is, you rose above your nature. You became something more than you are. That type of mitzvah belongs to Olam Haba. In general, this firm, different Rishonim speak about this point. They ask the question, how is it fair for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give the Rishonim schar in this world, when we know schar in this world is, 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 is nothing compared to the next world? And the, and the, and the Rishonim, all, almost all in different ways say you get to choose which world is important to you as well. And a Russia, if you were to ask him, he'd be adamant, I want it here, now, in cash. Um, a tzaddik understands. So this is part of his nature. And Bemela, mitzvahs, kalas, their place, their setting is this world, because it came as a product of this world factors. A mitzvah that's not color, where a person has to push himself, what's pushing me? Why, why am I pushing myself and doing something that's hard? It costs me money, it's an effort, it, it goes against in middles. I, I'm, you know, with somebody I'm upset at and I have to somehow find uh, a way to make up the person. All of these things are things that require going against my nature. The answer is because there's something in me that's beyond my nature and that's called, um, that, that belongs to the world of Omahaba. 
When we talk about filling something, these are the things that are a nisoyen for a person. Because that's other mole. I want to add another nekuda. He's not saying it quite, but I think it works. It 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 fits very well with the point he's making. Um, where, um, why do we speak of this as being full and this as being empty? We, we, when we speak of full and empty, we're talking about a container with content. In other words, if I have a pushka, the pushka is a cheap piece box of tin, and it's full with coins, with money, and, and so on. I have a, a jewelry box, Jewelry box is whatever it is, and it's full with jewelry. So whenever I speak of a box, a shell, and content, I'm referring to something where the content by far supersedes the shell, where the shell is only a means for it. If, if all I have in my jewelry box is another jewelry box, and inside that another jewelry box, like those Russian dolls, then really I can't say that there's anything inside it. Um, in the sense that content is, is, is different than shell, that's, it's not. It, it's just shell all the way. There's nothing there. We, we have the chitzonius of our world of mitzvahs. The, the mitzvahs that we've become used to is meant to be felt with a certain panemius, with something coming from our deeper recess. Not the things that are easy. Anything that's by rote, by habit, by norm, is my shell. It's meant to be filled with something, and if what I fill it with is the same of, this, of, of, of that shell, then I haven't filled it. So they have many, many mitzvahs, but those mitzvahs are really shell material. The mitzvahs that we're used to are shells to fill with something. So these rishoyim are malayim mitzvahs kerimon, and they're ikonim. Uh, incredible. So, so, so the, the person has technically many mitzvahs, but he has nothing that's filling him. There's no content to them because nothing of the person has become immersed in those mitzvahs. Um, the real filling of, of, the, of that shell is through mitzvahs that that, that present a challenge to a person. The person becomes bigger because of it. Because he, he became bigger than his nature. This is what the Torah wants of us. So when we talk about ruchnius, and, and it's, it, this is something that we ask ourselves the following. Somebody who's brought up from doing mitzvahs, somebody who became from, and he's been doing mitzvahs for a very long time, um, and he does, he does pretty much what you're supposed to do. The, the checklist works well. All the mitzvahs are checked off. So why is that not enough? Why are we always asking for more? I mean, what about all those mitzvahs I do? So, so, so I mean, I've, I've taught my kid 
mitzvahs from morning till night. To, I've, I've imbued in mitzvahs and so on and so forth. So what? The answer is that mitzvah, those mitzvahs are a kli. They're a shell for much more. Without having mitzvahs, we have no kli kibble. We have no shell for imbuing anything with it. Um, I, I'll, I'll, I want to use uh, an expression that Tanya uses, an incredible expression, and in, in a one line he says something that is, includes two extremely important points together. He speaks about a person and how big a person is and so on, and then he says no matter how big a person is, there's something even bigger that attaches itself to a person, he calls those the levushe hanefesh or levushe adam, the garments, and these garments are Torah mitzvahs. In other words, when a person imbues himself, when a person incorporates into his person Torah and mitzvahs, then he is um, then, then he's he's going he can, he's, he's going much further than he can, no matter how big he is. But Torah mitzvahs give him a a, 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 a much bigger place than himself alone. As opposed to us where our garments are always subordinate to us um, and less than we are, these godim that we talk about, the mitzvahs that are described as godim, are greater because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is manifest in it. That's the way he describes it. But he says a sentence there that um, A, unless uh, uh, if there's mitzvahs are not filled with the ava and the yira and, and, and the content that the person gives it, then we lack, the, then not a levush. When, when, when those garments are laying on the table or in a drawer, they're not garments really. And when we have ava and yira and don't express it through Torah mitzvahs, we also don't have it. There, one without the other doesn't work. So a person who doesn't have the world of mitzvahs, but he has love of Hashem and fear of Hashem, but klum, then, 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 then it's air. It, 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 it has as much uh, substance as, as, as a person not having a box. He can put whatever he wants in it. He can put water, he can put air. It, it doesn't. It, 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 it's not there. It, the, the, the world of mitzvahs and Torah that we have is the klikibol. It's the vessel where we can pour more. So we have the vessel, which is the world of the Torah mitzvahs, what we do, and that's what we've been trained, and that's what we do. But that's only a vessel waiting to be filled with ourselves. And ourselves fill it only when there's a challenge, when it's difficult. He brings the Pasuk. Hein am kilovi yakum naso. So Bilam, speaking about Kalisol, says they're a nation that rise up like a lion. Rashi, when they wake up in the morning, when they wake up in the morning, and the Gorarius is the morale on, on Rashi explains. In other words, Bilam, he didn't say we do mitzvahs in the morning. He said we, we, we rise to do mitzvahs. Um, getting up in the morning is always where a person transitions from being just a physical entity 
to something more. And, and this describes the mitzvahs. It requires that we rise up to the occasion, that, that, that we lift ourselves up. Um, he saw that by Kali Yisrael, um, getting up in the morning is an act of rising above oneself. So, um, so now we understand that those mitzvahs that are especially difficult, they have the schooler. They're the only ones that can bring us beyond the physical world, into the world. And so on. So he maps out some of the, the, the types of mitzvahs that are difficult. Um, and, and he presents two. Again, a lot of, some of it is relevant to everyone. A lot of the things, for instance, um, m- pausing before you make a bracha and thinking about it seems to be quite simple. It, it doesn't cost all that much money. It's certainly by that. It's not a, 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 an isoyen. But, but try it, and it's difficult, and it's very difficult. Um, there are many things that are difficult. He speaks about learning for Yeshiva Bacha, and you know this is one of the part and parcel of, of, of the Chinuch in, in learning. I, the reason in, in a Yeshiva setting, you know that a Bacha is willing to do any mitzvah but sitting and learning, because sitting and learning takes the most effort to really apply yourself, and that's why it's the mitzvah that's pushed the most. So he gives some examples. But I want to talk about a little bit uh, um, in, in general. The, um, the, the uh, actually, it's also the, the Baltanya says it says by um, the mitzvahs that are um, it, it, the Gemara says ma ben avodo lo avodo. It says shaftem risem ben. Um, it says that you'll come and see the difference someone who's over the Hashem to someone who's over the Hashem. So Chazal said, well, if one person is a Russian, one person is a Tzaddik, that's not a Vodon, law Vodo. It's a Russian, a Tzaddik. So the Gemara says, Eina doma shona pirko shona pirko it's, it's a big difference between someone who learns, um, uh, uh, he, he chazes what he learned 100 times to 101 times. So the Mara says, well, for that one time, he's called an Ovid Hashem, he's called a not Ovid Hashem. So the Gemara says a marshal, uh, I guess it's in, in, in Washington, D.C., they, they used to have something called taxi cabs before they had um, Uber and, and, and Lyft. And in most, in, in most places, a taxi cab goes on, a, on a, uh, a meter, and as far as you travel, that's how much you pay for it. In some places, and I think in D.C. used to be like that, there's zones. And as long as you travel in zone one, it's price X. You, you, the, the, the cab takes you one foot into zone two. It automatically is a, uh, is a, is a um, it's, it's another price. So the Gemara gives that same muscle. If people um, take you, if, if, if the, the, um, the, the people who have donkeys who carry stuff carry it a certain amount, it's one price no matter how much, you go over to a different price. So... 
the Baltanya explains that it used to be, you see from the Gemara, that it used to be uh, the custom that people would do Chazer over something a hundred times. That was the norm. So 101 means you went past the norm. In other words, there's a comfort zone. If everybody does it, this is normal. And I go beyond my comfort zone. And that makes it, and, and that, that's a whole different world. Avodo means you go past your comfort zone. Um, when a person is supposed to work on improving his, his muscles or, or, or breathing or whatever, you, you, you try to figure out what is normal for the person. This person can walk a mile without losing his breath, and now we want you to walk a mile and a tenth. Anytime you have to push yourself, that's called avoda, and that leaves its mark on the person, and it changes the person. So the, the, the world of, so we, yes, we used to, one of the problems we have is that, yes, we come to do tshuva, and of course there are things that we're lacking and things that we should be doing more and things we shouldn't be doing, but at some point, pretty much, we feel we're there. I mean, oh, most people are doing pretty much what they're supposed to do, and we don't really feel that that's where, and, and the answer is yes. The place of avoda is not in quantity, it's in quality. In other words, where are the mitzvahs that I have, that there's a resistance for me to do it, that, that I don't, that, that it's hard for me to do it. And for different people, it could be different things. For one person, spending a nickel is kriyas yamsuf. And, and, and if he has to give tzedakah, it's impossible. And if he has to... Uh, do, do, do something, I don't know, for Yashas, it's difficult. For another person, um, sitting himself down and learning for any amount of time is difficult. And for another person, paying attention during davening and, and so on. Everyone has, for another person, it's, 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 he gets into issues with people and, it's, and he's always living in a box and he's very hard to reach out and to try to make up with somebody that he really has had it hard with. Those are all, everyone has their own comfort and discomfort zone. If we understand the ruchnius of the mitzvahs is realized in how much they've pushed us out of the comfort zone. Just like a physical workout that improves our circulation and our muscles is the one that pushes us to go beyond the comfort zone. The, the, the type of mitzvah that changes us and makes us into um, more ruchnistic people is the type of mitzvah that pushes us to sweat a little bit. If we don't sweat, it's, 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 it's fine. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives schar for everything. But there's a big difference if the schar is of an olam hazardic nature, because that's what the act was, or the schar is a much, much deeper schar than that. It's an habit because that's what the maizah was. The... Um, so, so, so it's 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 a perspective. It, uh, it, it's a perspective that's extremely helpful in in helping us understand what avoda is in in um, to, to improve ourselves. It means um, taking a look again at not only which mitzvahs, but even in a mitzvah itself, uh, doing something in a certain way is takes more energy brings out more in myself, 
then that mitzvah belongs to the world of a mitzvah kveda. Um, the, 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 the being able to, to um, look at ourselves and, and make a cheshman nefesh not only on what we're doing, but how we're doing. I want to end off with uh, uh, the, the Goyen says in Rus, quite a famous Goyen, very worth uh, um, repeating. The Goyen says, it says by Rus, that, that, that by um, Nomi, she saw that Rus was struggling to go with her. Batarki misametzes he leleches. Misametzes means she was trying hard, and she she stopped telling her to go, and she 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 welcomed her. That's the that's the pasuk. The, the, the simple pshat is that um, she saw that she's um, she really wants. And she didn't have the heart to tell her to stay back, and and therefore she took her along. And that's the simple pshat in the pasuk. The Goyen says a much, much deeper point. The Goyen says, sometimes a person has a question about doing something. And not clear if it's a mitzvah or not such a mitzvah. Um, you know, it's, uh, there, sometimes the situations where what's really, what's really driving me? A person has to know, is, is a mitzvah driving me? Or, or So the Goyen says there is a simple test to find out. It is not in the nature of a human being who's physical to want to do mitzvahs. So if somebody proposes me to do something um, and my, my reaction is I really would rather not. Somebody comes along and says, you know, there's, there's, there are some wonderful people in Paris who need your help. Would you be willing to go? And there's a big mitzvah to help people. If that's my first reaction, then maybe it's Paris rather than the people that you want to help. But a person says, oh no, I really don't feel like going, then maybe it's a mitzvah. So she saw that she was struggling. It wasn't coming easy. Then she realized it's coming from a good place. Then it's a mitzvah. Because it is the nature of mitzvah. Because a person's physical and the ruchnistic world is alien to him. It, it requires working against yourself to get there, that, that, that she saw that, that, that it's come to a good place, and, and she welcomed her to come along with her. So the, um, the, the point that he's making here is the, um, the, 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 the Cheshbon Nefesh of mitzvahs and Averis, mitzvahs especially, is not um, how much the bigger Cheshbon Nefesh is at what cost, at what price. The harder the mitzvah is, the heavier the mitzvah is, the, the, the more it has an effect on the person, the more it changes the person, the more it makes a person a ruchnistic person. The, when we look back, sometimes we wonder, a mitzvah comes very easy to Ruvain and difficult to me. Ruvain sits down to learn. He has no problem keeping his head in the Gemara for four hours. I sit down. It requires all the world's energy to focus for a half hour. Ruven has it easier with people. For me, it's difficult. I really have to struggle to work out, on, out my relationships, and so on. So at first, I feel cheated. Why did HaKadosh Baruch give that person an easy opportunity to rake in the mitzvahs, and me, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, struggle to get mitzvahs? And there's a flip side to it. 
because I have to work hard at getting those mitzvahs, I'm a different person when I did those mitzvahs. The difficulties and the challenge we have in the mitzvahs are what give the mitzvahs their spiritual qualities. It's, it's, a, it, it, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a tremendous chizuk for the things we struggle with, and Bezos Hashem should be a chizuk that we should keep rising to the challenge and, and keep doing mitzvahs, especially those that, that are covet for us, those, those that take a lot of effort, because they're the ones that, that really bring us to Olam Haba. Thank you for joining.